Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode number 18. Yeah. I read the email. Uh, 18 <laughs> of season two, Fans from the Stands. I'm you know, your co-host, Nikki, along with my co-host, Ivan. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Well, Ivan, the World Series is over. Yeah. And everyone's favorites, the Houston Astros, Ugh. won the World Series. It, I'm going to be honest, though. I, I think I was one of the few people that was actually cheering for the Astros to win. I just, I can't, yeah, I can't get behind the Phillies. No way. I don't know. I just, I, there are two reasons and I'll explain them. I'll, I'll explain my reasons. Yeah. One is like an old rivalry from 93 world series, leftover <laughs> animosity. Um, but I don't know. I just, they just, to me, they just weren't likable. I, I don't know. Uh, I, is all right. I, I, I wish he would have been a J obviously now, especially looking back at this year. Yep. It's been a nice left-handed bat to have. Uh, I think Bryce Harper left the Nationals. He, he wanted to win, and then uh, I w- I'm always like, "Well, you, you know what? You left. Then Nationals won a World Series. Yeah, that must eat him up a little bit." And I don't know. I just think the I was kind of at a soft spot for uh, Dusty Baker. Well, that's the only positive side I see of the uh, the Astros winning is Dusty Baker. I um I looked up at his stats today on Baseball Reference and. Man, that guy was a great ball player. Really? Eh? I, I have no idea. Never saw like, him. He has, I think he's got a career batting average close to the high 200s, like 290 or 280 or something like that. Yeah. Had a couple of seasons where he was hitting between 27 and 33 home runs. So he had a pretty solid career. Not a Hall of Famer, but pretty solid. I'm just checking it up right now. He had two, 242 home runs. 19, 1981 hits and a career average of yeah 278 yeah on base of 347 yeah and it looks like he never struck out more than 87 times in a year yeah wow times have changed yeah <laughs> I was kind of I was I was really we say that because the Phillies set a new record for most strikeouts in a World Series yeah well it was an offensive offense first kind of team and swing big and, or, you know, like I personally, I think they got hot at the right time. I mean, they, uh, they, they were, over, they were overachieving. They really, they, they it, it would have taken, they, I'm, I'm impressed. They took the Astros of six games. Yeah. Um, they played really well. They, that comeback in game two or was it game one? Uh, game yeah, one. Game, yeah. <clears throat> were, uh, Astros are up five, nothing. They came back to tie and then we ended up winning. Yeah, I mean, good for the good for the Phillies. I mean, it's a nice story, but just when you stack up that team against the Astros, well, the Astros are just like, like a pitching. The pitching was ridiculous. I, got, I, I think I texted you during the World Series, and I said, you know, the Astros pitching is like their their bullpen is like comparing the Jays bullpen to like a double A team. Yeah, it's just like you can when you can throw out guys that are throwing a hundred plus with movement in a seventh inning, sixth inning, and control. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, good luck. Yeah. So, yeah, the uh, Houston Nationals win in six games. Um, Perez wins the uh, MVP. What a what a great young shortstop, eh? That's, and he kind of came out of, I don't know, I don't want to say out of nowhere. They obviously thought he highly of him. They let Correa go because they knew this kid was coming up. And, and they just gave rookie, him the job and he took it. Rookie of the year, World Series MVP. Yeah, ALCS MVP, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, Verlander looked... Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the best way to describe it. 
Verlander looked good. He wasn't that dominant. Uh, you know, I, I can't. It's, but it, it always, I don't know what you thought. It, well, except for that one game, it seemed like you'd kind of get better as the game went on. Yeah. I wonder why that is. It's, it's kind of the opposite for throughout the year. He was always dominant throughout every every start, but it seemed like he'd give up a few hits until he found a pitch that was working. And then he'd, you know, stick with that pitch. But yeah. He looked hittable. McCullers in game three, I want to say. Was it Mc- game three? Game four. Yeah, he was tipping. Or yeah, like holy moly! And it's funny how so if you if you get a chance to if you get a chance to look at that just YouTube or Google um, McCullers tipping pitches and you'll see the video of it. So he had is a, a late kick and it's a higher late kick for a fastball and a lower late kick almost like a more like a stride I guess for an off is slider yeah. or off speed is no, off speed, yeah. curveball is off speed stuff. And, uh, you know, the, and the, no one's ever admitted to this, but they, there's a, a video of Harper calling uh, uh, Bohm yep. over yep. before he's, he's at bat and then kind of telling him what's going on. And then Bohm hits a home run. Yeah. No one's ever said that he was tipping his – Dusty Baker said he wasn't tichin, pitch, uh, tipping his pitches. Um, McCullers doesn't think he was tipping his pitches, or he's just saying that now because he knows he was. I, I don't know, but it was – well, I mean, there's video evidence, right? You, you can see it a few times. Did you send me the link with um, Randy right. Johnson? Yeah. So this is a, I don't know where where did you where did you get I don't know if I can I can't it. remember. It was on Facebook, I think. And yeah, so <clears throat> uh, like I think last week, uh, Ivan sends me a link, which we kind of do when we're watching a baseball game, and um, it's about Randy Johnson tipping his pitches. Uh, yeah, and it's Rod Rob Friedman is the one who posted it. Um, I don't know who the who's the the hitter. I can't remember who the hitter was. Oh, uh, well, he took a picture with him afterwards. Yeah, oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was hilarious because <clears throat> he was he was Trevor, one batter, one Trevor batter Lenark? that. Eh? Is it Trevor Lenark? No way. Could be. And, I don't know. But anyways. But he, he was uh he was always hitting Randy Johnson and then he ran into him and he, yeah. Randy asked him, was like, How come you always hit me? And he's like, Well, well I, yeah, I think they just met up and he I think from, from from what I remember in the article, he says to uh, tells Randy, uh, they're just talking. He's like, Yeah, I always hit you well and he's like, Yeah, how did you do that? And he goes, uh, so he gets a glove. And he goes, <laughs> So set up for your fastball. And so Randy sets up with his fastball with his glove in front wider like you know with a regular setup like looking into the catcher and then he goes now now uh set up for your, your slider and he the gloves closed it's like closed in more on the ball than it is yeah. open the gloves open the fastball closed on a slider how many years and randy john and so yeah and they took a picture together afterwards that's it yeah. that's incredible and then to i don't i don't think nowadays that would have that secret would have lasted very long no and some pitchers are just that good right well yeah right. like i mean everybody knew what mario mariano rivera was throwing yeah but nobody could square it up <laughs> here's my cutter it's yeah. coming on your hands good luck yeah. yeah and randy johnson had such a variance between his slider and his fastball that and his and his slider was just he was he was just such a good pitcher i guess i think it's and speaking of randy johnson he's uh now a nfl photographer yep that's pretty cool um so yeah so the world series six games astros win 
they look like they're going to be a dominant force for the next few years in the American League, unfortunately, for the Jays. Yeah, no kidding. Look at their young pitching. Guriel goes down with an injury. Uh, not, yeah, you're uh, not our, not our Guriel. Well, he's already injured. <laughs> Yuli. <laughs> Yuli Guriel uh, hurts his knee on a rundown in the, uh, and maybe that was game five. So he twisted his knee, tried to come back for an inning left. Mancini took over, which, you know, I was happy to see Trey Mancini. That's another, that was another one I was kind of yeah sentimental for. In 2020, he was diagnosed with colon cancer, six months of chemotherapy, declared uh, cancer-free, traded this year, and then wins the World Series of the Astros. I think that's pretty awesome. Good for him. And then also on top of the World Series-wise, they just they, the Astros are dominant. Yep, and uh, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with, uh, like several pitchers under the age of 25. It's going to be scary. And that's what happens when you tank for you know, a good four or five years and you, you know, develop your minor league system. And, and, and I don't want to like poo-poo on the fact they're, they tanked for five years, but uh, they also have, they have to develop that talent too, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's something that I think the Jays struggle with is developing pitchers. But, <laughs> except Nate Pearson. We'll talk about him. Yep. Coming up, uh, but before we get into the Jays talk, we'll talk a little bit more about general baseball stuff. So the uh, what is this committee called now? The Hall of Fame, the Contemporary Baseball Era Committee, right? So this this used to be the um, what was this this committee called before? The it was like the Players Choice kind of thing. No, it was like the um, uh, like the writers. No, the baseball red. That's anyway. It was it, it was it's been renamed. It was like a the former like it was like it would allow like they they'd go over past misses of the world of uh, Hall of Famers and they would decide whether they get in or not. That's how a, a few guys that are kind of suspect get in. But are you looking it up or? Yeah, I'm looking it up. Okay, if you find the name. Anyways, this year there's six nominee or one, two, three, eight nominees. Uh, starting with Albert Bell, and then they have Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Don Mattingly, Fred McGriff, Dale Murphy, Rafael Palmero, and Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling, yeah. Not bad. I, I didn't even have the names in front of me. I'm just looking at, looking at the pictures I had of a screenshot of it. Yeah. Not bad, right? Name. Not bad, not bad. I know my 90s, <laughs> 90s ball players. Um, so let's – did you find it? No, I'm still okay. looking. Yeah. Okay, it's all good. Uh, so let's let's let, let's play committee. Would you would you have, would you have a vote? Would you vote in for Albert Bell? No, I'm the same. 381 home runs. I mean, uh, this is where it's you know unlike football, hockey, basketball, NFL. Um, it's a very select group that get into the the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yes. Before it used to be like a certain criteria, you needed you needed 500 home runs, or you needed 3,000 hits, or you needed 300 wins. That's kind of gone by the wayside a little bit. I mean, Roy Holiday makes the, makes the Hall of Fame with 202 wins. Um, there's some other guys in the Hall of Fame, obviously, with less than 500 home runs, less than 3,000 hits. So that's. Yeah. But Albert Bell is one of those guys that was good in his era. Yeah, but, but not, not a Hall of Famer. Not a Hall of Famer. Fred McGriff, on the other hand. Yes, good. Let's talk about Fred McGriff. Four hundred and ninety-three yeah. home runs, I believe. Something like that. He's I'll, I'll look it up. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll find it. I, I, this, he's been my argument for the past. I remember calling into Shine on Sports, and uh, I was on. I was on the air talking about Fred McGriff, and he argued that he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. 
493 home runs. 284 batting average. Yeah. Career. And how many hits? 2,490 hits. Yeah. Like, this guy was dominant. And he's almost guaranteed 100 RBIs every year. Yeah. He he was he was as solid as it gets. He was a decent defender. Like, I mean, he wasn't a liability out there. No. Yeah. And a career, he, was, he was always career on that three, cusp. A career 377 on base percentage. 377 on base. Slugging is 509, OPS, career of 886. And that's, anyways. And the only reason he was not in the Hall of Fame, he was in that era where you have to, you had to be 500 home runs or you weren't in. And he was at 493. Yeah. So I hope, I think he will. I, I don't know. Now, what, what are your thoughts on Fred McGriff? You think he'll get in? I think so. I, I think, well, I mean, it depends how many people they're letting in. Um, I think, this is the only way that Barry Bonds gets in, and Roger. We'll talk Clark. about the, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll yeah. talk about the whole. We'll talk about the steroid guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, the steroid second. guys. <laughs> uh, so he's a five-time All Star in 1990. He won the World Series in '95. He's a three-time Silver Slugger and a AS AS MVP. I guess it's All Star game. Yeah, MVP. I mean, that to me, that's that's that to me is the Hall of Famer. Yeah. And that might be another Blue Jay to get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he had uh, how many seasons? One, two, three, right? four, five, five years in Toronto, and then three in San Diego, a bunch then, in Atlanta. He played in all. Maybe he might go in as a, a Brave. Yeah, I still don't know. I still don't understand how Roy Halladay is not a Blue Jay in the Hall of Fame, but hey, he's a nobody in the NF. Any uh... that's, that's a no. That's a that's another topic. Yeah. <laughs> Retires as a Blue Jay, signs a one-day contract to retire as a Blue Jay, but doesn't go into the Hall of Fame as a Blue Jay. Yeah. He spends 10 of his 13 years. Anyways, I digress. Um, yeah. Next guy, we have Dale Murphy. Dale Murphy's a guy that I kind of, he was at the, like, he was kind of ending his career when I was getting into baseball. He's a Atlanta Brave. He's a career 265 uh, hitter, 390, 398 home runs. He seems like an Albert Bell type player. Yeah. Five, five gold gloves, seven-time All-Star, two-time MVP. He's a two-time MVP. Yeah, he had two great seasons. But, I mean, by today's standards, these seasons aren't that wonderful. Um, so, like, the one year he got an MVP, uh, hit 281 yep. with 36 home runs. Yep. Had a, uh, a league-leading 121 RBIs. That's, that's, that's that. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, and the other year was pretty much identical, except instead of hitting 281, he hit 302. Yeah, so I, I don't know. To me, and it, it is, I've never actually, I, I don't remember seeing Dale Murphy. I remember having his baseball cards. Yeah. I don't remember Dale Murphy much, but he's. Uh, he does have a bunch of gold gloves, though. So. Yeah. Five of them. Is that, is that enough to get you in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. Omar Vizquel's got, what, like a dozen? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then I guess the next, before we get into the, the, um, steroid guys, uh, Don Mattingly, uh, career 307 hitter, 222 home runs and 2,153 hits, an MVP, six time all-star, nine time gold glove, three times silver slugger, batting title, major league player, player of the year. 
manager of the year manager of the year yeah a bunch of gold gloves like nine of them yeah the the thing that i think that held don madeline back was the fact that he only played 14 seasons it's it's sad to say he only played 14 seasons but when you're looking at people like albert bell played what like 22 and then yeah you know a lot of these guys are playing 19 20 year careers he's yeah. four or five years short of that and but granted even in his last year so i don't even know why he stopped playing because his back his back eh? so yeah. that's that's too bad and that's where like roy halliday kind of fell in that same book where his career was cut short due to like shoulder and, injuries so if you look yeah if you look at madley's like he's still batted 288 his last year and 500 at bats but it's his power that really like yeah. after 87 or 89 he had 23 home runs yeah but after that his power just kind of tanked and i'm pretty sure it was due to his back i'm not a yeah 100 but not a doctor <laughs> no, like, yeah i just play one on tv <laughs> So is I think Madeline's on the fringe of being I think so too. I think he might get it. But here but here's here's the here's the debate. Yeah. So next possible players to be inducted would be Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, yeah, Rafael Palmero, oh. Kurt Schilling. Yeah. Now Kurt Schilling, great yes. stats. Um just a terrible human being. <laughs> Well, there are a lot of terrible human beings, <laughs> including Roberto Homer. Yeah. Um, I think that's what's holding him back. <clears throat> just uh, his whole political views and the, the, the stuff that he's been posting online has just been too divisive. And I think that's one of the reasons why he's, uh, and he even said, I don't want to be in the hall of fame. Did he not? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, so, but here's the, so the, the ultimate debate is, whether they allow, whether they're going to vote in guys who are tied to steroids in or not. Yeah. Yes, Chris Schilling's not. So, yeah, he's a different topic. He's a bad guy, so they might not vote him in. But then, if, so if if you decide to let in Barry Bonds, then you have to get let Roger Clemens in. Then you have to let Mark McGuire in. Yeah. Then you have to let Rafael Palmero in. Speaking of horrible people, like he's the one appointed in Congress. <laughs> I've never done steroids, period. <laughs> I think it's test positive a week after. Uh, and he was a great, I mean, speaking of like great players, he was, he got, he's got 569 home runs, 3,000 hits. Like he's the only guy I think with 3,000 hits and 500 home runs who's not in the Hall of Fame. Four time All Star, three times gold glove, two times silver slugger. He also, mind you, that gold, one of the gold gloves he did get. I think he only played like what seven games at first base in one year. Yeah, that was ridiculous. They gave him the gold glove. <laughs> so I mean, and to be to be truthful, all those guys that we just listed, based on stats, deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, their stats are just like Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds is greatest hitter to walk ever. the planet. Yeah, uh, Roger Clemens, one of the best stats, pitchers, best pitchers yeah. ever. Um, Palmero again, great hitter. I don't know. Those guys, it, it, it all depends if they decide, if they let one in, they you have to let them all in. in. Yeah. Like, or, or, or are they going to take a stand and not, not let any of them in? Well, and their numbers, so their numbers were getting closer and closer, right? Like remember yeah. their percentages were climbing every year yeah. and people thought there's a possibility that Barry Bonds at the very least would make it in. Yeah. <clears throat> 
So at this point right now, I I really don't know what to think. I I the way I look at it is it was an era where everything is tainted. We don't know who was and wasn't. Right. For sure. So right. I remember, before I forget, it was the Veterans Committee. That's what the name of that committee. That's what it was. That's right. Um yeah, and you're you're absolutely right. It's it was and a whole era that was tainted. We don't know who was not on the juice and who was on the juice. I mean, like you have guys like Brady Anderson who hit 50 home runs after he never hit more than 20. Same with mm-hmm. Luis Gonzalez. I mean, there's there's a litany of people you can you can name, right? Yeah. And pitchers, we have no idea. Yeah. Because when you're pitching against guys that are hitting bombs like that, I don't, I don't know. Do you... And that's a, it goes back to the debate. Do you allow guys that use steroids in the Hall of Fame or not? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, I used to be dead set against it, but now I'm. And I just go oh, breaking news. MLB news. Jays will pick up the 2023 option on Anthony Bass. Yeah. Just, just came through the wire. Just came through the wire. And I yeah. we kind of talked about it really quick earlier. So. Yeah. So, anyway, so yeah, I guess that's a, that, that, that's a debate they'll have to have if they had let the one guy in. If they let Barry Bonds in, they're gonna let they're gonna have to let Roger Clemens and Palmer in. Yeah, you have to. Um, all right, I guess we'll move on to Jay's talk. You're right, yeah, let's do it. Are we missing anything else? I don't think so. Um, no, that's uh, well, gold gloves. I guess we can talk. Well, that'll tie into the Blue Jays talk because yeah. So, all right, so let's start with some Blue Jay news. Um. They started uh, renovations at Rogers Center. I saw that. Exciting. It is exciting. It's like they didn't waste any time. Nope. They've turned. They've torn down a lot of stuff. So there's pictures online if you want to take a look at it. Uh, your pal and mine, Charlie Montoyo, is back in the majors. Can't keep a good mind down. No, yeah, he's <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's a bench boss of the White Sox. And uh, well, what else is going on? There's uh, something about a Gold Glove. Oh yeah, something, something like yeah. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. wins a Gold Glove, and I don't know if I said it on our podcast last year. In our next podcast, we'll find out. But I know, I at one point I remember saying this kid, his issue was never his hands, it was always his footwork. Yeah, and I think he's better suited at first base, and he could possibly win a Gold Glove at first base. Yeah, and you nailed it because he did, and uh, I think it's it's well deserved. He doesn't always look. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know who's a smooth first baseman. I guess Guriel's a smooth first baseman. Yeah, some guys are just like naturally smooth, but he's talent. He's so athletic. Yeah, it's his athleticism. If yeah. you're a big guy, he can move. And those over the shoulder catches in foul territory, I think that yeah. that helped him. He dug a lot of balls out of the dirt. And and yeah, how many times does he stretch? And that is the difference between a person being safe or out at first. Yeah, because you remember how many errors Bichette would have without, yeah. <laughs> without him. Yeah, so Guerrero wins uh, gold glove. Matt Chapman doesn't. Yeah. Did you hear what uh, Stripling said? Yeah, I did, but go ahead, tell our listeners. Yeah, he basically said uh, the uh, whoever follows the analytics that uh, say that he's not the best Short, uh, best uh, third baseman in the American League can eat his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> just and it goes to, I, I listened to I listened to the At the Letters podcast and they were kind of saying the same thing where it was, you know, the the, the eye test shows that he's like the best third baseman out, out there. Yeah, 
and uh, he doesn't the, win it. The metrics uh, weren't in his favor, but somebody broke down the fact that the Jays shifted more than any other team. That's which put him out of position. So he was he played. I, I think they said a lot of the plays where he was at basically at shortstop. Yeah, hurt him because he was uh, below average at shortstop. Yeah, and he was below average when he was playing on the other side of second base, so playing at second basically. And that'll <clears throat> that'll end next year. Yep. Uh, yeah. So the third base Gold Glover was Ramon Urias from the Orioles. And he didn't he play all over the place? Also, I think he only played like ninety-seven games at third. Yeah, something like that. But his metrics were, and I guess the, the there, there's now a, a formula to the Gold Glove Awards now. Is there a certain percentage of is based on metrics, and and then it's votes. Hmm. I guess so. We'll go over the, uh, the the Gold Glove winners from the national. We'll do the National League first. JT Real Muto, who after watching him in the World Series, I really wish the Jays had picked him up. Yeah, no kidding, right? He's got power, <clears throat> speed, defense. Like he's just what a hit! Like he's incredible. Uh, first base, Christian Walker, the D-backs. Yeah. I was a little surprised about that one, too. That was really surprised about the second base goal glover, Brendan Rodgers. Like, uh, he had a horrible first half of the year. But, again, good matrix after that. Yeah. Uh, he led, led all Major League baseman second, all Major League Baseball second baseman in uh, DRS with 22. I don't know what DRS is. Defensive zone rating or uh, defensive zone rating or rating zone or something. Zone, like that. Uh, sure. Oh, defensive <laughs> run saves. Run saved. Oh, run saved. So it's, yeah, like he led with twenty-two, only behind Pirates third baseman uh, Brian Hayes. Hmm. Uh, shortstop in the National League, Dansby Swanson. Is he? Just, I think he's a free agent. This right I now, think so. It? Yep. And third baseman, no surprise here, Nolan Arenado. Yeah, that guy's a stud. Uh, left field, Ian Hav, though he was also linked to the Blue Jays at the trade deadline. That would have been great. Center field, Trent Grisham of the Padres. And right field, Mookie Betts. Yep. Pitcher was Max Freed. And utility player was Brendan Donovan of the Cardinals. American League Gold Glover's catcher, Jose Trevino. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Like, it just seems the Yankees get, like, <laughs> added. Like, Jose Trevino? He's the best catcher in the American League, really. Yeah. First base, Vladimir Guerrero. Yep. Second base, Andres Jimenez of the Guardians. Yep. Shortstop, Jeremy Pena. Good for Crazy. him. Yeah. That's the first time, first time a rookie shortstop has ever got one a gold glove. Yep. Uh, third base, again, we're Ramon Urias. <laughs> Left field, Stephen Kwan. Center field, Miles Straw. Man, those Guardian outfielders, right? Yeah, no kidding. Right field, Kyle Tucker. The Astros. Shane Bieber, the Guardians have got the pitcher gold glove. And then DJ LeMahieu. Utility. Yankee utility gold glove. Anyways, good for good for on, good on Vladdy. Well deserved, I think. Yep. Um what else are we gonna talk? Oh, the Jays uh so the Arizona League is going on right now. Yep. And they have a one of the players, Zach Britton. He's a nominated to the fall all-star. Not the uh, closer, Zach Britton. No, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you Google him, you might find two. Um, so Zach in uh, the fall Arizona Fall League batted 457, the 424 on base, 1210 uh, OPS, 
Um, three doubles, one home run, 11 RBIs. Yeah. He's a 24-year-old, I think, outfield prospect for the Jays. Yep. I, I mean, the, the Jays have some pretty decent position player that are kind of in the system. That are, uh, I, I think the other one is uh, <clears throat> Spencer Horowitz, who's another like first base outfield kind of player who's a good hitter and yeah. Yeah. They all, uh, I mean, Trade Addison, <laughs> uh, Addison Barger. Barger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was there. Uh, he slashed, he was only bad. He only batted two hundred four, three thirty nine, three forty seven, two home runs. Um, who else they have there? Zach Britton who was an all-star Tanner, Tanner Morris. He 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 batted 306, 490, 417 with a home run in forty in forty nine plate appearances. Thirteen walk, thirteen times, seven strikeouts. Uh, so he's another good prospect. He's in Double A, and then Tolhurst. Uh, what do you do in the fall league? He went uh, ten in a third innings, one seventy four ERA with a nineteen point five nineteen point six. Uh, Strikeout percentage, 15.22 walk percentage. His ERA ranked seventh best out of American Fall League pitchers. Yeah. Hunter Gregory. Uh, who else we got here? Uh, Hagen Danner. Troy Watson. So all the Jays, the Jays actually, you know, showed pretty well in the Fall League. And in the Dominican Republic League, our buddy Nate Pierce is pitching. Yeah. Did you see his uh, see him come out for that uh, relief appearance? No, I did not. <clears throat> yeah, there's a uh, a couple of guys that uh, on Twitter that'll that kind of tweet out his um, his appearances in the Dominican Republic League, and he actually pitched. He's been pitching really well. It's in the Dominican Republic League, mind you, uh, but the, there's <clears throat> kind of hope, I guess. But the Jays have said that they're going to give him one more chance to be a starter. Oh, okay. Well. Apparently that's 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 the rumor, anyways. He just that's... needs to not break. <laughs> oh well, right. Um, yeah. So there's Nate Pearson. Alejandro Kirk had a birthday yesterday Still or two days ago. He was what twenty three. Twenty three years old. Uh, what else in Jay's land? Oh yes, John Paul Morosi. Just uh, wrote an article today about the Jays are expected to, write a, to trade a catcher during the offseason. And uh, who will that catcher be? That's a great question. I think we talked we've talked about this before, but let's let's rehash it. Yeah. So we have we have three catchers. We have basically three catchers on the roster. Yeah. Danny Jansen, whose contract is up after next year. Yep. Alejandro Kirk, who's controlled for two more years. Yep. And our big prospect, Gabriel Moreno. Yeah. So at this point right now, who's got the highest value? Kirk. Yeah. By far. I think By far. I, I, I love Kirk. I, I, there might be an uproar if Kirk <laughs> gets traded. Um, he's a really, he's a fan favorite. Uh, but he's not a defensive liability. I mean, he's... he's He's like he was the best catcher at calling getting low low strikes. Yeah, called probably because he's so tiny. 
Short. He's short, not short. tiny. <laughs> tiny is <laughs> he's, he is not tiny. <laughs> I would, uh, and then I mean, but Jan- Jansen's a better defensive catcher. Defensive catcher he got maybe mm. more. I would say Danny's got more power. He does because he's he's got just as many home runs as Kirk, and he had like half like the games, half the games, half the yeah. bats. Um, and I think you're just you're limited with Kirk, right? Either catch or DH. Yeah. Well, I guess same with Jansen. Not Jansen, not gonna play the outfield, <clears> but <throat> like it's funny because Kirk he bats two eighty four. He's got you know twenty home runs, like fourteen. Yeah. Eighteen home runs. He's not a huge power threat. Makes contact with a ball. Doesn't strike out a lot. Like he's never gonna be like a. 30 home run, 100 RBI kind of guy. No. He's, he's, um, here's, here's the thing, right? So Kirk is a gap to gap kind of guy. Mm-hmm. If he had more speed, like he would get doubles like crazy. Oh, yeah. If he lost like 100 pounds, lost 100 pounds, <laughs> he'd be hitting doubles. And, th- and that's fine. I mean, if you're, if you're not a home run guy and you're just hitting, I mean, gap to gap is fine with me. Yeah, yeah. For you, you, um, I mean, they all can't be home run hitters, right? Yeah, and and the thing is, is that he's got such great hand eye coordination. That's the guy that you want to do a hit and run on because he's not going to strike out. Exactly. I just I as, and as and as we're talking about this, and then there's Gabriel Gabriel Moreno who's got a cannon for an arm. Yeah, he's got speed. He reminds me a lot of Real Muto. Yeah. Not uh, the hitting hasn't, you know, we haven't seen it hit enough yet, but hits for average. Yeah. I just, do you really want to trade one? Uh, if you can get something really good back in return, you'd yes. have to get something huge. Now, I know that if you're looking for a huge marquee player, so if we were going to go after a Shohei Otani or something like that, which the Angels said they're not trading, right? You know that the Angels are going to want Moreno. Young, controllable. Yes. And the ceiling is so high on them. Yeah. But if you're going after existing MLB talent, I think Kirk might be the guy that'll get you the biggest haul. And I think, I mean, there's been talks that, uh, I mean, there's been rumors that the Jays are talking to the uh, the Cardinals about an outfielder. Yeah. Um, or even including... Uh, What's his name for the, who, who did the Yankees trade to the, the Cardinals? Um, not Jameson Tyone. It was, um, uh, uh, yep. Brain cramp. Holy moly. And he was good after Montgomery, Jordan Montgomery. That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> is he, I don't think he's, he's, like he's, he's not a free agent, right? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so either. So there was talks that the, uh, the Jays are looking at Montgomery and like Donovan or Lars Newbar. Because you're going to be losing Guriel or um, Hernandez eventually. Well, they're only good till next year, right? So, right. I don't know. I would. It, it would. It would. For me, if I was if I was a GM, it would have to take something. It, it would have to include pitching. Yeah. It would have to be something extraordinary to me for to trade Kirk or Moreno. And the other option know. is that the Jays try Gabriel Moreno because he's so athletic. Yeah, they put him out in the outfield. In the outfield, or... and he's he might be one of those like who's that guy that plays out in um, Arizona? 
the catcher, uh, Dalton Varsho. Yeah. Who's been playing outfield and, and catcher and doing well at both. Maybe the Jays do something like that with him. Right. Yeah. I, I think if they're looking at trade market right now, it's yeah. I think Kirk's most likely and nothing against Danny, but Danny has been hurt for majority of his career. So I don't know how much you're going to get back for Danny Jansen. That's the exact, that's the exact thing I was thinking is that he, he hasn't shown the ability to stay on the field. So teams are automatically going to, you know, devalue him for that. So your best, again, your best option is going to be um, the trade Kirk. <laughs> if you're, you'd have a lot, you'd have a big pair of cojones if you're trading Kirk, like yeah. he's such a, he's such a fan favorite. You have to get a massive haul for him. Oh, <clears throat> I'm telling, I'm telling you, there will be a, a mini uprising. Um, Let's, uh, did you read, read, read uh, sorry, I didn't, I haven't asked you this before. There's an article today by, um, Corey Brock and Kayla McGrath of the, of the athletic. They're kind of going over some possible, possible deals the Jays would make. Yes. Did you read this? I believe I did. If it's the same one, I think I did go on the athletic though. So it's, yeah. so the married, so the deal they're, they're hypothesizing or they're, they're trying to plain GM. Yeah. So the Mariners trade right-handed pitcher, Chris Flexen and Penn Murphy to the Jays for Santiago Espinal and right-handed pitcher Alejandro Milan. So yeah, Espinal's kind of a he's a nice piece to have, but I don't think he's not he's not a core, right? He's not. Because he's shown that he wore he wore down at the end of the season. He had a great start, and then at the end of the season he was just Espinal, who you would you know, like what we normally would get out of a backup second baseman. So I guess they're saying that Flexen doesn't throw particularly hard or strike out a ton of batters. Um but he's kind of remade himself into a pitcher. He had a 366 ERA in 64 appearances last year. He's kind of like a he's like a Ross Stripling. Yeah. He's only eight million only eight million dollars next year, so it's not bad. I don't know if the and then Murphy's uh, came off a 299 ERA in 64 appearances with a 28 percent strikeout rate. I don't know. Not a flashy trade they're kind of talking about, but yeah, I don't know if the Jays want to trade with or get more pitchers from the Seattle Mariners because <laughs> we still got one sitting, <laughs> sitting in Japan somewhere. Uh, and just uh, just a bright note, as of uh, today, which is Tuesday, there's 97 days until pitchers and catchers report spring training. Woo! Three months. <laughs> We're almost there. But the biggest news of all, we didn't mention it. Um, Alex Manoa, Alec, Alex, Alec Manoa is a Cy Young finalist. Yes, sir. That's three years in a row the Jays have a Cy Young finalist. Um, does he gonna have, does he have a chance to Probably win? Probably not, but it's always great to be invited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, I mean, the, I think it's uh, Justin Verlander. In... Wait, watch. We can go over like the yeah. Um, I mean, just go over the. We gotta find it here first. Dylan Cease of the White Sox. He was a fourteen. He went fourteen and eight this year with a two twenty ERA. Uh, he was second in the league to Justin Verlander. 
and a 227 strikeouts. Yep. Uh, Nalik Manoa, 16 and 7 with a 224 ERA. So he's only 0.04 behind Dylan Cease. Uh, hundred had a, um, hundred eighty strikeouts. So that's for forty seven less, and four and zero with a point eight eight ERA in September. Yeah, that's the guy you want with the ball. Yeah, and then Justin Verlander, who I'm almost guaranteeing is going to win the Cy Young. Uh, one seventy five ERA, hundred eighty five strikeouts. I mean, so that means Manoa was only five strikes away from from Verlander. So whatever Verlander is doing to like just revitalize his career is just get a new elbow, a new elbow. Um, the know, is, it, fans? is it Kate Upton? Do we have to marry Kate Upton to just like become like a you know? <laughs> Do we have to? We really have to marry. Kate <laughs> oh Upton. darn. <laughs> What a, what a terrible life he leads, right? Yeah. Major League Cy Young winner, married to a supermodel. Um, yeah, he's been, he's 39 years old. He seems to have, like, it seems like he can pitch for another five years. He actually might get to 300 wins. Yeah. It, it's, it's a, it's a stretch. He's like, I think he's like 50 short right now. But he's, he's uh, uh, he, uh, how many wins does he have? 244 wins. Yeah, so he's 56 shy. Yeah. He's 39. That would take a lot. Yeah, and it's amazing because his career trajectory just like completely went in some weird directions because he had like he got the Cy Young back in 2011. Mm-hmm. And then the following year, he was second in Cy Young voting. But then after that, his ERA slowly started to climb. In 2014, he had a 4.54 ERA, and that was in Detroit, right? Yeah, that was in Detroit. And then he gets traded to Houston, and finishes off the season in 2017 in Houston with a 1.06 ERA. And then after that, every every year after that, his ERA has been around three, uh, below three. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. crazy. Uh, NL Cy Young Award nominees are Sandy Alcantara, uh, two twenty eight ERA, fourteen and nine. Max Fried to the Braves, two forty eight ERA, fourteen and seven. And Julio Urias to the Dodgers, uh, two sixteen ERA, and at twenty wins. Yeah, I think Alcantara's got that one. Yeah. It's it's gonna be close between Alcantara and Urias, I think. Yeah. Uh, they announced the AL MVP award candidates. Jordan Alvarez is nominated. Uh, Aaron Judge, obviously, I think he's got this one too. Yep. Shohei Otani. Maybe we talked <laughs> about this last week. <laughs> um, and then the NL: Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, and Manny Machado. Yeah. Wow, the. Uh... The, the Cardinals really lucked out with Goldschmidt and Arenado, eh? Oh, like, <clears throat> hey, we, we talked about this when the trade happened. How did, like, the rest of baseball must have been like, huh? He's available? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. And then uh, what are we going to talk about? 
Um, oh yeah, the New York Yankees. That's right, free agency. <laughs> um, I don't know if you, I don't know if our listeners have noticed or looked at uh, who's who's announced for free agency like uh, this. What a couple days ago, I guess, two days ago. Yeah, or yesterday. Um, but the uh, Yankees uh, have like no team left. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to find the the list. No. Well, Anthony Rizzo. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Um. Here we go. I got it right. I got it here. You got it here. Yeah. So it's Aaron Judge. Yeah. Haroldis Chapman. Yeah. Anthony Rizzo, Zach Britton, the pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Benintendi, Jameson Tyon. Miguel Castro, Matt Carpenter, Marvin Gonzalez, Greg Bird, Matthew, I mean, a bunch of like no names. Um, but the first Judge, Chapman, Rizzo, Britton, Benatendi, Tyon, Chad Green, Miguel Castro, Matt Carpenter, Marvin Gonzalez. Maybe the Jays will pick up Greg Bird again. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, so there's your center field. If, if and then we were we were talking before the podcast. Why would these guys like what's going on in New York? And then you mentioned the, the they're talk, people are talking about the toxicity, right? Yeah, that's that's some of the things that the players like. A lot of them were disgusted about disgusted that the the fans were booing Judge because like even in the in the final stretch of the season where he was striking, obviously the guy was tired. Yeah. And yeah. he, he played pretty much every game um, yeah. because they put him out there because they wanted him to have a chance to break the record. Yeah. So he was obviously tired and worn out and he was striking out more and they booed him. The guy that carried that team on his shoulders by himself. <clears throat> and they lost to the Astros. Yeah. Let's face it. Like when you compare again, I don't, the only team I think that I kind of had a, a chance was the Braves. Yeah. Um, when you compare the just the, the rosters of the Yankees and the, the Astros, I mean, there's as, as good as the Yankees were, they, they're not they're not in the same league as the Astros. No, they're not. So let's say all of them decide to leave. Let's say Judge plays and goes to Boston. Chapman <laughs> goes to Toronto. Rizzo goes back to Chicago. I don't know. I'm just making Zach Britton goes wherever. Toronto. Andrew Some Benintendi people are saying that uh, Rizzo might be going to San Diego. Well, there you go. Yeah, they need a first baseman. Yeah. So, um, Benintendi's tie-on, Chad Green. I mean, so now you've lost your center fielder, left fielder, first baseman. Wow. And then uh, two, two of your top relievers, Chad Green and Aroldis Chapman. And a starter in tie-on who's pretty, de- pretty darn good. Who's that? Sorry? Jameson Tyon was pretty Jameson good. Tyon. Yeah. This could be a really bad year for the Yankees. They've got a lot of holes to fill, right? We say that, and they could easily just resign. Well, and they they can just decide to say, you know what? Forget that competitive tax balance or balance tax. Yeah. Let's just do what the Dodgers do. Blow the doors open. And, yeah. Um, like, really, Marvin, Marvin Gonzalez is useless. Matt Carpenter <laughs> was a nice story 
Yep. Um, but he's kind of again not relevant. It's really that it's it, if you're the Yankees, you need to sign Judge. And Rizzo's, yeah. I don't know. But Judge is 30, 30 and almost 31 years old. Yeah. He's, um, he's your franchise right now. You have to. I mean, if you're a Yankee, if you're the Yankees, you have to sign him. You have to. You're like basically and, here's your here's your here's the checkbook. Yeah. <laughs> Write your number down. So a lot of people have been saying that he was pretty disheartened with the the way the fans were booing. A lot of players were really kind of like, wow, really? This is like you're booing us. You're where your team where we were a winning team, like they had a hundred wins. We won the we won the American League East. And you're booing us. Like, wow, how how toxic. Like, I mean, the Jays they they performed terribly. I don't see us booing. I mean, we were depressed. I think we were <laughs> shell shocked. We didn't know how. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, we didn't boo anybody because we didn't have time to. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it just seemed like in a blink of an eye, the game was over. Yeah. The uh, yeah, I. And why would like? But it's kind of like I don't know. You're, I don't. Know, you're a, you're a Maple Leafs fan. It's it's kind of the same. Like the the Yankees, the Maple Leafs are the Yankees of. Of the hockey world but the yankees win <laughs> <laughs> my, my leafs are just uh well hey they've won your leafs have won a few games in a row now yeah they, they've great. won a few games in a row i mean like look they're, they're a great um regular season performer yeah and they can't seem to get out of the first round but i mean like in order like fans fan wise like yeah the fans are hard on the players yeah right and that's just the way it's the way it goes so I, i'm always amazed that people want to play in toronto because I mean, yeah, you want to play for people. I'm surprised. In the same token, people want to play in New York. You you want to play where you know where the. I guess I guess you want to play for a winning team, which is New York. Yeah. You have to, you have to put up with that scrutiny and the fans yeah. every day. I don't know if I was some major people. Baseball. Some people do well. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, we were pretty rough on JP or in Sebia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he had a social media meltdown. And uh, yeah, and then he he left and didn't play very well anywhere else and kind of retired early. Yeah. Um, and then he came out and said he had mental health issues. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I guess some some players just can't handle yeah that scrutiny, right? So I, I don't know. I, if I was a if I was a Yankee and I had, and I was getting booed like that, see ya. Yeah. Especially Judge, like I think Judge should be like, I just broke the 161 home run record. Yeah, like and I, you're, and you're I broke. I, I I basically broke the home run record. Yeah, let's be like let's be honest. Yeah, like all things being equal, he broke the home run record, and he gets booed, and he gets booed. <laughs> you know what? He looked he looked great in a Jay's uniform. He would. He would. <laughs> Uh, that'd be, that'd be a, a Springer out and left judge and center and Teoscar and right. I mean, let, let's look at his, let's look at his stats. I mean, he hit three eleven. That's good. Yeah. Had an on base percentage of four twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> like think about that for a second. I mean, four out of every 10 plate appearances yeah. at bats, he was on, he's base. getting, he's, he's on a walk yeah. or a hit or a home run. Like four times, 
he played 157 games with almost so 696 plate appearances. He had a league leading 133 runs, a league leading 62 home runs, a league leading 131 RBIs, a league leading 101 11 walks, league leading on base percentage, a league leading slugging percentage and a league leading OPS. And he's probably going to be the MVP this year. And they boo him. Well, what they should have been cheering is MVP every single time. Look, remember when we had Donaldson? Yeah. He had bad at bats. He had stretches where he was like, meh. But he, and he was prone to the strikeout. Yeah. We didn't boo him every time he come to the plate. MVP, MVP. We threw threw beer in the field instead. Yeah. Well, that was was for different reasons, but. As you're, as you're talking about judges' uh, stats, I'm like, oh, I wonder what Barry Bonds is on base. His career on – Barry Bonds' career on base is 444. Right. His career. <laughs> career. We're like, oh, how great is Judge? He's a 425 on base. Yeah. Bonds is like, sit down, son. Yeah. I have a 444. His best season of – on his best on base was, was in 2004. Seven. 609 on base percentage. 609. That means he's on base 60% of the time. That's incredible. <laughs> that was the year he, uh, oh, 2003, wait, 60, uh, 609. He only hit 45 home runs a year. Uh, only. That was his last year over, over 40. Well, that he wasn't going to, obviously he wasn't going to pitch to. Yeah. Cause he walked, that's the year he walked 232 times. <laughs> How many only 41 strikeouts. Like that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I. I it, it's gonna be inter- interesting off season. Yeah, it will be. You got a uh, lot of shortstop. The market for the shortstop is pretty darn. So I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking the Yankees are probably gonna sign either Trey Turner or Carlos Correa. Yeah, I I, I I'm leaning towards Carlos Correa. I think Trey Turner is going to re-sign with the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, but I've heard rumors that the Jays are looking at shortstops too. Well, that's uh, and so. and they can't go for. So here's the thing, right? If you're going to displace Bo Bichette and and tick him off because you know he's not going to be happy. No. You you can't just get a Dansby Swanson. It has to be a marquee player. Yeah, I totally agree. I think if you're gonna, you're right. If you're gonna upset someone that much, or or he gets traded, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I I was all for trading him, and then I he had that September, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, can you, if he could put this, put that together all year, yeah, he'd be an MVP. Yep. Um, and I'll take his shaky defense. Well, you know what? If you're winning, the defense isn't so bad, right? I mean, look, the Yankees put up with Derek Jeter for so long. <laughs> True that. <laughs> and he's a Hall of Famer. And he's a Hall of Famer uh, because of his stick. Because uh, of his stick. Because yeah, yeah. Def- of his second base range at short. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Derek Jeter. <sighs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, it, the Jays have some options, I think, out there. to, But really, we know, we know what our, our issues are. It's pitching. Yeah. And I can really see us actually... I got a feeling Guriel or Hernandez gets traded. I think so too. Guriel's 
he's so cheap. So like Rymel Tapia, okay, so he's probably gonna get non-tendered. Yeah, he's because he's he's um he's due to make like five point five million. Yeah, through arbitration, that's what you're paying paying Guriel. Yeah, right, right. But Guriel, so I just uh, and I don't know that we didn't we didn't talk about this either. The uh, Guriel just went for a procedure on his wrist. Yeah. Um, but that they said be, that could be why his uh, his power completely disappeared. No, but they, and he said it wasn't. They, they had nothing to do with his power. Really. Yeah, so that's what kind of, and I, I, I was listening to this on another podcast. That's kind of the interesting part, right? Is ew. like I, I would actually almost want to hear the fact that that wrist issue was sapping his power. Yeah, uh, but it's, apparently it wasn't. Um, so he goes from twenty home runs to five. Five, yeah. His his slugging or his OPS. Went from, well, it didn't drop that much. Wow. Yeah, his like he went from twenty-one home runs to five. Slugging went down to four hundred, which is pretty darn low. That's yeah. And his OPS is at seven forty-five. Whereas, like, if you go back to two thousand twenty, or even two thousand nineteen, his OPS was at eight eighty, eight seventy, and his slugging was over five hundred. It's that's a um, that's a big drop. And maybe he's just saying that. Maybe he's just saying that it wasn't his wrist that was causing the issue. Maybe maybe he made created bad habits. Who knows? Out of that. But uh, out of for a corner outfielder, unless he's got a lot of speed and batting a high average, I don't know if I want. I mean, he's he'd be he's basically Rymel Tapia. Yeah, right now he is. Yeah, I think Tapia out hit him. He did, and more. I think Tapia had like what. Nine home runs, eight home Something runs. Like that, yeah, Tapia. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's gonna be non-tendered. I don't think he's he's not coming back. Um, so you're gonna need a left-handed bat again. Yeah, some of the power seems to be the Achilles heel for the Jays. So Brandon Nemo is, yeah. is a name that I'm seeing a lot where the Jays should be targeting him. Uh, he's somebody who can play center field. Yeah, good def uh, good defense. Good on base percentage, doesn't strike out a lot. Yeah. Uh decent power. Um, the only knock on him is that he can't seem to stay healthy. Sounds like Dor Springer. Yeah. <clears throat> uh and Dor Springer had, had his uh bone chips removed from his elbow in Dallas. That's good. So he should be ready for spring training. Yeah. I uh I'd like the I'd like the Nemo, but it, it, I guess it all depends on how much the Jays are willing to spend. Yeah. Lefty bat, lefty bat too. And uh, if the Jays are willing to go over the, I mean, eventually, and it also depends. I mean, just <laughs> that win, the window of opportunity for the Jays is kind of is, is shrunk now, right? It is because they the lost guys, two you, years out of it. Yeah, you've lost two years now, and now you got to start paying the piper. It depends what they want to do with Guerrero and Bichette. That's gonna, I mean, they're gonna have to go over two hundred million eventually. <laughs> Yep, um, and I would I would say it's probably looking like they will. If they're renovating Rogers Center this much, they're investing money into the team. Mm. It looks it looks good in terms of and and like Ross Atkins said, if the if the opportunity is there, the wallet is there too. So, but how much is how much is in that wallet? 
Well, and and they've shown that they're willing to give out big contracts. Like, I mean, they Gosman, uh, Burrios, yeah. Burrios, Burrios. I think Burrios is. I think he had an an off season. I can see him being a bounce back next year. I hope so. Because what do you do if he's not right? What if he comes out game three next year and gives like, up six six runs like, in the first like Kikuchi game? all over again? Yeah, then you're stuck with like to be and. To be fair, like then you're stuck with Kikuchi and Barrios. Yeah. And now Barrios there is a, a Japanese player that's going to be a free agent that uh, people are saying that the Jays might be looking at. I think I yes. Go ahead. What's, what, do you know his name? I forget his name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, he was like you know I think he had a one point nine something ERA last last year in the uh, Nippon League. So. I don't know. And they're and they're saying that maybe he's somebody who could help turn Kikuchi around. Who knows? Kikuchi is oh my gosh. It's just so frustrating because his his stuff is there. He pitched well at the end of the season. And I'm just hoping that he carries that forward. Well, he's you're right. He's got all the signs of he's got all the signs uh to be a dominant pitcher. Yeah. Kode Singa. That's is. it. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's been, he's, uh, he's filed for free agency in the Nippon professional baseball. Yeah. So that means they don't have to go through the posting system where each team bids to actually talk to the guy. He's uh, turned 30 in January. <clears throat> yeah. And a 259 ERA over a thousand innings pitched for 11 seasons. He's got a 101 mile an hour fastball, the nasty splitter. So he's they're saying they're saying that uh, he is the type of guy because of his age and the fact that he has never pitched in North America is one of those guys that you could probably sign to a contract similar to Kikuchi, which would be a deal if he replicate replicates what he did in Japan. Oh, it'd be steel, right? If if he could replicate his one point eight nine ERA last this in J- Japan to here, yeah. Um, and I was going to say, it, there's a good history of Japanese pitchers kind of translating into Major League Baseball, especially the ones with velocity. Look at yeah. Shohei Otani. Exactly right. Um, man, let's you know what? Let's just end the whole debate and just trade for Shohei Otani. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Lefty bat. Yep. <laughs> I love you. Uh, start, Star, uh, starter uh, for the rotation. Could you imagine having Shohei, Shohei Otani? You have Shohei Otani, Alec Manoa, uh, Kevin Gosman, and Jose Barrios. Yeah. Good luck. But anyways, it's kind of a pipe dream, I guess. Yeah, it is. But man, imagine, imagine that. Just, just imagine. It would be, it would be amazing, man. Um, but as the Angels just announced uh, yesterday that he will not be traded in the offseason. Yeah. So let's just talk about Kikuchi really quick. Sure. I'd love to die. He's my favorite player to talk about. So Kikuchi, remember I said he finished the season strong and I'm hoping that he brings that back. Yeah. He His last four appearances, he pitched six in a third innings, allowing only one hit, walked two, Struck out 10 with an ERA of zero. So 
I mean, I guess you, got, you, you had to take those with a grain of salt, right? Because yeah. those weren't high leverage situations. Nope. But it sure points in the right direction. Well, and you're looking at the competition they're playing against. So one was against, one game was against Tampa Bay. Yep. That's no slouch. Nope. One game was against the Yankees. Well, yeah. No slouch there. Boston, eh. <laughs> And then Baltimore, who was on a heater at the end of the last season. Yeah. That'll be, and I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about this in our next podcast or like yeah. our, uh, <clears throat> our um, I don't know, what do we call that? Our, our review show of our predictions. Yeah. <laughs> review prediction show. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what the Orioles do in their in free agency. I don't think they're going to do much, but the, do they, do they have, do they keep going? Do they go in that, that uptick or do they take a step back next year? Well, it, that'll be interesting. They have some young players um, that are just starting to hit their stride. Like, I mean, Adley Rutschman is amazing. Nominated for rookie of the year. Yeah. And you've got a young center fielder uh, in Cedric Mullins, who's, you know, his career is just starting off. Like, you know, he had a couple, you know, I think he's played what, like three, three seasons now. Something like that, yeah. And he's he's a good player. Uh, you've got a couple of Gold Glove winners, and you know, in the infield. So, I don't know. I think I think they start building. I mean, they, I think they need pitching. That definitely need pitching. There's a lot of work to be done, but there's a lot to look forward to for Orioles fans. The yeah, so Cedric Mullins has been playing for five years now. He's kind of the old man on the team. Yeah, at the age of twenty-seven. Twenty-seven, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just curious if they keep developing that well at the major league level, or they, or, or will people kind of figure them out a little bit next year, and then they'll, or they'll be like the Jays, right? It's going to be yeah. really competitive now between the Jays and the Orioles. I don't see, I don't see Boston or New York doing. Depends, I guess it depends on what they do in free agency, but I don't see them yeah. doing much. The next well, week. I, I hear that Boston is just pulling plug and starting over. <laughs> so. I could see them not signing Xander Bogarts. He's another free agent shortstop. Yep. Um, I can see them, you know, getting rid of JD Martinez. And I mean, they've got Trevor Story that they just signed, so they they're not hurting that short. Um, it's it'll be interesting. I don't think they're going to be competing. Rafael Devers. I feel bad for the guy. Like Devers yeah. is is young and he wants to win. Uh, Trevor Story didn't sign there to lose, so that's that's going to be an interesting. Uh... Good for the Jays. It is. It is because, <laughs> and and who knows? Like I mean, Tampa Bay always seems to manage to win regardless. It's like, <laughs> hey, let's look in the dumpster. That's 185 games just for the fun. Of yeah, it. let's let's look in the dumpster and see if we can find a Cy Young winner. Oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> there <it> is. Oh. <laughs> Polish us off a little bit. Oh, there it is. <laughs> or we'll take uh, some obscure relievers and make them uh, unhittable. Yeah. Their bullpen's always like crazy. Yeah. It's always a different arm angle and pitch. Slug. It's there. That, whoever, whoever's running that team should win executive of the year every year. They should. Because they have the, always the lowest payroll and they always manage to, or whoever's the pitching coach really like. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Jays look like it'll be it'd be an interesting offseason. It's it uh, it depends on whether they want to spend money and they want to or acquire via trade or yep. a little bit of both. 
the the nice thing is that <clears throat> there are no like massive glaring holes. Um, no, they could no. Well, except, except for left except for left handed bat. Left handed bat exactly, and your bullpen pieces like a a good swing and miss kind of guy from the bullpen. Yeah, I think I think you need two of those guys. Yeah. So there's rumors that the Jays are looking at uh, Kenley Jansman. Good swing and miss uh, guy. Good swing and miss guy. Um, there's a couple of names out there that are are popping up, and we'll see. I mean, I know that they're going to do something. They can't just not. For the last two seasons, their their Achilles' heel was that stupid bullpen, and um, you can't and you can't rely on on Romano to just bail you out every single game. <laughs> well, you, you can't expect them to get five or six outs like Ryan Presley did in the World Series. Exactly. You, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, they they need to find another another a co closer, somebody that can do the eighth and close on off nights when Romano is not available. Something like you have Garcia who's available a little bit and it'd be nice to have those one other guy that can yeah. really it'd be nice to have two guys that you're comfortable in the seventh inning that you got, you yeah. turn over your bullpen and here you go. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing Zach pop for a full season. Yeah. His development would be if he develops the way he should, he's got but- swing and miss stuff. He does. He throws what ninety seven, ninety eight. Yep. And his ball moves like a wiffle ball. <clears throat> and he's Canadian. And he's Canadian. That'd be uh, that would be pretty cool to have two closers with like a Canadian kind of uh, heritage there. In- yeah. Intro intro kind of thing that with their little video on the on the screen <laughs> and the lights and all that stuff. Is it is it the World Baseball Classic? I think year? it is. Romano's playing for Italy. Is he? Yeah. You want to know why? Why? Because the last baseball classic, Canada uh, cut him, so they <laughs> they didn't they didn't take him. Yeah. Uh, so his, I think his mom is Italian or no, his dad because Romano. Yeah. Um, he's got Italian heritage, so he was asked by Italy, and he decided to play for them. And he said they gave me the opportunity last time. I'm not gonna turn him down. Really? Eh? Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Maybe Zach Pop will be our closer. Maybe. Um, it, it, that's that's usually in March, I think, right? Yeah, that's that'll happen right around uh, spring training. It'll it'll a lot of players are gonna have to like make a decision whether or not they're gonna play in the World Baseball Classic or choose to go to spring training. So, a lot of times, new signees will prefer to just go to their spring training so they can you know meet their teammates and meet their coaches and actually start training rather than playing the baseball classic. And that's what I think holds back. Like it's a great concept, right? I think it's fun to watch because it's like, you know, the NHL has got the world, the world cup. They usually send (laughs) players to the Olympics. Baseball doesn't do that. And And, and it's at a bad time. I really think that's exactly, exactly. They should do that in November after the world series are done. Yeah, you know some players that played long into the you know into the postseason might opt out, but I mean there's tons of players that would jump at the opportunity to do that in in November. I, uh, I if you get injured, you got plenty of time to recover before spring training. That's I mean I I totally I totally agree with that. So looking at uh, I'm just looking at the, the the list for possible. 
I mean, the American team's kind of stacked, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scherzer, DeGrom, Cole, Burns, Wheeler, Hader, Verlander, Chad Green, Ryan Presley, Devin Williams, Ryan Healy, Taylor Rogers, Will like that's just their pitching. Will Smith catching Matt Olson at first, Simeon at second, or Aaron Otto at third, Trey Turner at short, Bess in right, <laughs> Trout, Trout in center, Bryce Harper in left, DH Aaron Judge. Oh, just for your bench, Kyle Tucker, Boba Shett, Paul Goldschmidt, Ramuto, Austin Riley, Walker Bueller. Hmm. Just mind you, the, to be fair, the Dominican Republic's not <laughs> no slouch either. And it, is it because Vladdy's going to play for the Dominican Republic or is he going to play for Canada? He's playing for the Dominican Republic. Yeah. So for Canada, well, I mean, Freddie Freeman. So there you go. That's our star. Joey Votto. Joey Votto could be your DH. Jameson Tyon. So I have here, and it's, and it's called pitcherlist.com, I think. Yeah. They've gone over the uh, Mike Soroka. It's a good pitcher. Yep. Jameson Tyon, Nick Pavetta, Nick Cal Pavetta. Control. That's 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 a good starting rotation right there. It's a good good four. Yeah. James Paxton. James, James Paxton's Paxton. a free agent. Yeah. I can Easy. see the Jays taking a flyer on James Paxton. He's got to be healthy. But you know, sign him for whatever yeah. low contract and and Zach Pop, John Axford. Oh my God, he's still around. Well, he tried coming back, and he was actually pitching well. He was. Uh, that was funny because one week he's on Sportsnet on the uh, baseball pre-show, like the Jays Jays Central. Yeah, and then the following week he's uh, he's got a minor league contract. Right. So here's where the J. I don't know when this list was created. I hope it wasn't recent. Um, oh yeah, Zach Pop is Zach Pop would be one of the believers. But here's here's where here's the talent pool kind of drops. <laughs> Catcher, a guy named J.D. Osborne. Hmm. His his name isn't even highlighted. You came and search him. <laughs> There's no link to him. Freddie Freeman at first. Some guy named Charles LeBlanc at second. Okay, ever heard of this guy? Nope. Abraham Toro at third. Well, there's a major leaguer, kind of. Yeah. Otto Lopez at short. He's Canadian? Yeah, plays for the Jays. And he's Canadian. He's from New, uh, Montreal, I believe. Really? Yeah. Tyler O'Neill. There we go. Tyler O'Neill, Josh Naylor. Josh Naylor. <laughs> the other outfielder they have on here? Yeah. Dalton Pompey. <laughs> Is he even still in baseball? He's playing in the. Uh, like independent the Toronto, league? The, the, the league in Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. He's playing and on then, my softball league. <laughs> hey, I'd take him. Uh, definitely. <laughs> Come on. Some speed in the outfield. <laughs> You're saying our outfield doesn't have speed? <laughs> our outfield looks like a linebacker team. <laughs> they used to. Uh, it's been a little bit better this year with uh, with Greg and Andre, and at least we had it, a little bit of speed out there, and and uh, Ernie wasn't uh, wasn't our linebacking core of Al and. <laughs> Cap and OJ guys look like offensive line for a football team playing center, <laughs> left, and right. We got a lot of right fielders and first base and catchers playing right, playing in the outfield. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe, well, it's something to talk about later towards when these decisions are being made. Yeah. I'm sure hope we can find someone better than JD Osborne. <laughs> maybe Rick and maybe, uh, maybe Martin will come back. Maybe. Catch. He'll probably be manager. I almost call him Ricky Martin. Russell Martin. Russell, Martin. Russell, Russell. <laughs> Russell, Russell. 
Anyway, anything else we should uh, we've got to mention, I think? And No, I think that kind of covers it. I think uh, you want to do the same time next week? Yeah, we can do the next, next week. We'll, we'll probably have a little bit more um, free agent talk because yeah. at that point, uh, the qualifying offers will be out. They'll have chance to decline their qualifying offers. And I think by that point, the awards will be all, all handed out. Yeah. And then we'll go over our uh, our picks. Yeah, we'll go over our picks. I'm really interested to hear what we what I, we predicted. Uh, I'm really I'm really curious. <laughs> I I don't uh, even remember. Remember, I'd have to. I had my little list. I remember I made a little spreadsheet, and I'm like, I think these are going to be. Yeah. I remember picking. I remember picking the Jays to finish first. Yeah, same. That didn't happen. I don't think I, but I think I, I think I predicted Vlad's home runs though. Did you? I think so, but we'll see. I, I could be about to launch on that one. All right. Uh, so for myself, Mickey and my co-host Ivan. Have a good week, everybody. Take care guys.